public cannot be controlled. Get organized. A new revolution, okay? It's something I've been thinking about for a while. You know, I feel like there's something in the air, right? You can feel it. And I don't think that it's local. I really don't. I think it's global. And not only that, I think that it's been sputtering for a while now. It's a powder keg, you know? waiting for a spark and i think that they the powers that be are feverishly stomping them out little fires that break out here and there and there and here around the world they're they're feverishly stomping them out they're afraid they're going to catch and they're going to spread globally you know, um, we're going to talk about race a lot today. So if that makes you feel uncomfortable, if you feel like you shouldn't talk about race, that that's what perpetuates it. If you feel like, you know, race, you know, doesn't matter or that you don't see color or it doesn't really impact the way the world is today. You know, uh, if you feel like the world is perfectly fine and like it could be no better, like this is the best it can get, you know, go ahead and get exit out of the video and unsubscribe or whatever the hell, you know, uh, go ahead and go back to your delusional um, experience that you're having here on this planet because um, it's a real thing. And these uncomfortable conversations um, need to be had, you know, um, the ones that you have at home with your close family members or your close friends, you know, um, these conversations need to be had on a more wide level. Um, like I was saying on the other show, take the mask off. Uh, us pretending, you know, that everything is fine. You know, it's always been this way or there's nothing you can do about it, you know, those attitudes have to stop, you know? Um, the, the, the train thing was in the news recently and, you know, they were saying that we're, they're using World War II technology for the trains. Why, why, why is that? Can we focus on that? Um, our water systems, and I'm just talking about the U.S. and other other places can, I'm sure, attest to similar situations. Um, the pipes was laid like, I don't know, early 1900s or something. Like they're over a hundred years old, and they've just been repurposed, refurbished. You know, 
uh, maintained in a way just so that it can keep working, uh, you know, the lowest possible quality. You know, um, I mentioned in another show that that, sh that TV, the cartoon show, um, The Jetsons, it was set in today's time. Um, and I remember watching that show as a kid. So then they imagine the future in a certain way. And if anybody saw the Jetsons and that they imagine what the future would be like, and it's like, like, we don't have it, like any of that stuff, very little of it, you know, maybe the consumer based type stuff, like the related to the cell phones and the, the gadgets and stuff, but like, you know, it was still based on like a 50s era way of like the, uh, what is it? The nuclear family and the wife staying home and taking care of the house and the, the, the husband making enough money to pay for all of the bills and he goes to work and comes home and greets the wife and greets the kids and stuff like that. So it was still based on some kind of like really old way of thinking that really wasn't even really real even then. Like it wasn't even really like really true even then. Um, and another thing about the Jetsons was I don't remember seeing any other people other than white people in that show. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember seeing anybody that wasn't. Okay, it was a cartoon. It's animated, but the the images that they had in the in the in the cartoon didn't show different shades of people. So that's another issue with it. But my point is that I don't think we realize how much we're missing. You know. How they say you don't know what you're missing, you know, um, how much things have improved in a lot of ways and how much things have kind of regressed in a lot of ways, you know, things related to social programs, especially things related to, you know, egalitarian type of stuff, you know, just really common sense stuff, you know? I think we've gone insane. I've said it before, like, that's why I'm so, I feel so alone all the time is because I feel like the world has gone bonkers, like really just insane. Like things that don't make any sense where like, you know, the idea of looking out for yourself, I get it. Looking out for your friends and family, I get it. You know, you can't change the world, I get it, you know? Just try to live as best you can under the circumstances. I get it, you know, and that that's actually logical. That's what those are logical ways of thinking. It's just that, you know, they give us these pacifiers here and there, like voting, you know, like like your car, that Tesla that you drive, you know. Those, those airplane flights, those vacations, you know, they give you these trinkets and they give you these pacifiers 
um, to and, they, and distractions. The internet is all just a distraction. Seems like it. What one of the things that's crazy to me is the idea that we have access to information, you know, faster and more readily available than maybe ever in human history. And we've got some of the most ignorant, unaware society, you know, peoples. We're so oblivious, you know, we're so inept, we're so incapable, you know, to even accomplish simple tasks. It's because everything is laid out for you, you know, it's, it's made easy for you to just follow the path, just, you know, be a consumer, um, consume stuff, go to work, and, you know, that's it. You know, try to have, try to be better than your neighbor as far as money, how much money you make, or how much vacation time, how much square footage you have, uh, how if your car's the, the newest version, you know, how much, you know, what your title is at your job, you know, how many people you have under you type of thing, you know, how many places you've traveled. That one's actually kind of cool. But it's like this competition, you know, this indiv individualism, this individualistic way of thinking, you know, it, it, that's part of the pacifier, you know? And like I say, with the internet, the other part is is all of the distractions, all of the uh, clickbaits, all of the stuff to trigger your sensibilities, all the stuff to get you all in your emotions, you know? And uh, threat level red, all the stuff to keep you just scared, you know? All you see on the news is, your neighbor's house got robbed and the kid, they killed the kid and raped the mom or something like, I gotta be careful with my language, but it's, you know, you're gonna catch a disease and everyone's gonna die. You know, it's, 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 it's gonna be World War Three and it's gonna be a nuclear holocaust. You know, uh, the, 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 Muslim extremists are going to come or China's going to come and take over your country, you know, or, or the Muslim extremists are going to come and take over your country, or it's just going to be guerrilla warfare, like, like Haiti, the gangs, it's going to be like Mad Max, you know, that's all you're getting. Like it's in it, 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 it's a vibration that sends you into, you know, fear mode. It sends you into survival mode. It sends you into crabs in the bucket mode. You know, I think that that is a tactic, you know, and it's working. Okay. But the name of the show is a new revolution because I think that's what's happening. That's what I see coming. That's what I see simmering that, you know, maybe it's just my optimistic hope you know, that things can change, you know, maybe not within my lifetime, maybe not in time for me to see, but maybe for my kids or my kids' kids, you know, 
because the way that we're living on this planet right now is not cool. And it, 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 a lot of stuff can be so different. So many things can be better, you know? And like I say, I think people feel it. They feel it in the air. There's like a vibration. There's an energy that just, you just feel it while you're sleeping. It's like things, something ain't right. Something ain't right. But you just can't put your finger on it, you know? You can't really identify it, you know? It's like even once you get all of the stuff, you climb the ladder, you become successful, quote unquote, you know, and you, you have all the things that you want to have. You even, you, you have time and you have money, you know, you go on vacation all the time. You have the condo or whatever it is, um, you know, and it, you still, you feel it. You feel it. It's something ain't right. Something ain't right with this whole thing, like. And what we do is we self-medicate. We talked about that a lot. You know, we self-medicate. And it doesn't even matter what level you are on the tax bracket. We're all doing this because we feel that something ain't right, you know? So we, we argue with our spouse for no reason. You know, we argue with our children for no reason. You know, we, we argue with our friends for no reason. We like create unnecessary drama to just fill our time with, you know, to distract us from that reality of that feeling, that vibe, that something just isn't right. Something's not right. And, you know, what goes along with that feeling is, you know, I sh there's something I should be doing different. There's something I can do about it. I can make it change or or on the other hand, it's like, I'm contributing to this. I'm making this this way. My activities, the things that I do personally, day to day, is the reason, or one of the reasons, or contributes to this situation where we can, that you feel where things aren't right. right. Okay? So, like I say, I'm going to move on and we're going to be talking about race quite a bit um, because that's what's in the news. And, you know, it's a conver it's conversations that needs to be had and they're uncomfortable and they're painful and they're hurtful. And it's, you know, it's very difficult to, to talk about these things, you know. Um, but the revolution, what I'm talking about is, well, let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that some of the people that live on the planet are not human? You know, like, do you feel like they're a different species or something? You know, like, because I hear both sides. I fall in the middle, well, more than both sides multiple sides being that it's what I study, but I'm super sensitive to this anyways. And I'm always bringing out these kinds of conversations out of people. But so, you know, you got black people that feel like white people aren't really human. And you got white people who feel like black people aren't really human. You got people that feel like Indians 
Aboriginal peoples, Hindus are not human, you know? This is true, this is a real thing, okay? It's a debate within the community that people don't, this isn't politically correct. They're not gonna say it out loud necessarily unless they're within their close friend circle, or within their family or whatever. They're not gonna say this in public, but they really feel that way to their core. They believe that it's true. So what about you? Do you think that, you know, actually some people aren't really human, you know? Um, and how do you come to the, where did you get that from? Like, how do you come to that particular conclusion? What evidence do you have to support that, you know? Because if we really wanna believe, you know, or trust in science, if you wanna look at math, like there's so much evidence to the contrary, you know? Okay, there is a small percentage of Neanderthal blood that's still in some humans to this today. But if you look at the definition of species, then you understand that once a species, if you can't make babies that can make babies, then you're not the same species, okay? So, but the thing is a human can make a baby with any other human anywhere around the planet, no matter what their skin tone is. And those babies can make babies. And, and this is life forever, you know? This is the Holy Trilogy, okay? understand that that's just a reality. No matter what you feel, you know, the stuff that you think is true, this, this, the, the, the math is the math, okay? Um, but it doesn't matter what I say about that, right? It doesn't matter what I say. People still gonna feel the way that they feel. So then, you know, there's different roads you can go down related to this. Is it their behavior? Is it because of the way that a certain group behaves that makes you feel like they're not human? So then there's a certain behavior that goes along with being civilized. So then are you talking about being human or are you talking about being civilized? So is the, is the uncivilized not human? What do you think? Um, how do we reconcile this? Where do we go from here? When facts, data, doesn't matter, you know? And everyone wants to feel like they're superior. That's the other part of it. It's like you got black people who feel like they're superior. You got white people that feel like they're superior different Asian groups, they feel like they're superior to any of the other groups on the planet for whatever reason, you know, wherever they got that from. And they believe this to their core and there's nothing anyone can tell them different. So, you know, it's true that there are differences 
but the differences tend to be mostly cultural. The thing that we call race is is really just a social construct. Um, in one of my classes, you know, we learn about bones and stuff a lot. So we look at skeletons and stuff, remains. So we can identify gender from your bones because the pelvic bone sits a certain way to allow for a child to come out of the birth canal. So women's pelvic bones have a different like angle on them. Back on the back part of like the butt bone part, I, I wanna say it's the butt bone, the other side of it is also different. So it's the shape is different. So with that, we can identify if those remains are female or male. But you know what we can identify from those bones? If they were black or white or Asian, Latino. Though you can't, can identify it. That's because those differences are cosmetic. You know, um, they're something that we focus on little differences. We're very visual, we're visual creatures. And there's not much we can do about that. You know, we have these binocular eyes and we basically, that's how we evolved. So the thing is, that's the other part. Like a lot of people feel, they don't even feel like evolution is a real thing. Like evolution happens, you know? Now there could be a time in the future where we do split and become like different species, if you will, where you can have, there was a time in our past where there was different human species. Okay, like I say, this is the stuff I study. There was a time on the planet where you had, well, they wasn't considered humans. So we're gonna call them, I don't know, let's call them ape men, if you will. I don't know what you wanna call them because in, in the books, they don't call them human. You know, it's the, it's, there's, there's distinctions, modern, modern humans, and I can go down the list of the names, but it's, it doesn't really matter you know, the technical names that they gave these different groups, whatever. So, but you had different, these were actually different species on the planet at that time. And so there could be a time in the future where actually, we actually do split because evolution is a real thing, you know, that happens. It's a gradual change that happens. You know, this is math. There's evidence to support this. And it doesn't really matter how you feel about it, okay? It explains everything, like it, not everything, but explains a lot of things, you know? It's irrefutable, it really is, okay? So in the other video, I mentioned a little bit about the, the survival of the fittest. So a lot of this kind of like, attitude comes from the 
way people perceive the idea of the survival of the fittest. But they really don't understand. So y'all go look it up. I don't feel like doing it right now. But you go look it up, what it entails. And it's talking about traits. The traits that are passed down so that this organism can survive given the environment that it's in or whatever, or whatever nutrients are available or whatever, uh, you know? So it's not about who has the biggest gun, who has the most artillery, who can bully the most, you know, who can dominate another person like this whole idea of alpha male or beta male or whatever, like that's not what survival of the fittest is. It's 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 the ones that's most fittest to survive, to pass down these traits, to pass down these genes. It don't have to do with the guy with the biggest uh, club who can knock people out or whatever. That's not it. That's not it on a scientific side. But people feel like, you know, and they, a lot of the racism comes in with this idea of survival of the fittest. You know, the fittest racial group, you know. But that's not even what it is. It's traits. Okay? And I'm going to tell you what. when you If you live in, in a world where you have you know, privileges that make it so words you don't have to deal with the world in a way that you are like, let's say, fighting for survival. As time goes on, that affects you, okay? And that affects your offspring, your offspring's offspring, okay? Because, you know, humans needing to know how to survive or what to do to survive, that's what keeps us alive. Who made the most money is not what keeps us alive. It does in this society that we live in, this, this, this fake world that we've created, but that's not real. That's a facade. Uh, that Those checks, that credit card, that doesn't work in the jungle. You can't you can't swipe your credit card in the jungle. There's a lion, tiger, or a bear, or whatever the hell, a spider, deadly spider. And you swipe your credit card and be like, uh, can you not kill me or eat me or whatever the hell? Like you throw your money, you got wads of cash. Or throw it at the lion. That's not going to help you. <laughs> Try to understand the point that I'm making. Um, the survival of the fittest is, is about passing down traits that allow you to be able to survive. Okay? And evolution is real. Okay? But this racial construct that we've created is not. Okay, and when I'm talking about the idea of the new revolution, it's the one where people start to break free 
of these constructs. Now, a lot of what we talk about in the news or what you see in the news is the, the gender um, gender wars, if you will. The idea that there's more genders or whatever, that it's more complicated than that. And that's okay. Um, so that's like the idea of breaking down those barriers, right? But when I, what I'm talking about with the, a new revolution is I'm talking about these barriers that we have put up racially and culturally, okay? Because I'm talking about a global revolution where humans recognize humans, other humans as being human. And when people realize that women's rights is human's rights, you know, well, people realize that Black rights are human rights. Gay rights are human rights. You know, go down the list. It's really just human rights, okay? The respect that another human deserves to have, his birthright is the to be respected as a human and treated a certain way, okay? Now, if we can all get to the point where we acknowledge the differences that we have culturally or by the shade of our skin, language that we speak, the history that we have or whatever, and we can, we can respect those differences, but we can, but at the bottom base is we recognize that that other is a human. It's like the idea that I talked about in class, we were talking about um, the idea of people being irredeemable. Because um, this chick in class, she was talking about a guy who had one of those, I don't know, it's the white power or the swastika or whatever. It's the tattoo that they get. And it's like, she's like, no, I can't deal with these that kind of person. She had, It was a family member. It was like her girlfriend her sister's husband or something like that. I don't know, something like that. And so she said that she can't no longer deal with her sister or her husband because he has this tattoo, you know? And she's not trying to affiliate. This was a white chick. She was saying that she can't affiliate with them, you know, or have any kind of converse with them, you know? Uh, because of their ideologies that they have are so inherently opposed to the ones that she has. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I get it. Um, but if we decide that certain groups are irredeemable, then there goes the excuse for us to do things like eradications, you know, forced sterilizations, you know, just kill them, right? And she was like, no, no. But I'm saying this is the connection. This is the direction that that goes in when you're like that. I was given a comment, I gave an example with her that, you know, you go to a park and it's an outdoor court and a basketball court and you go out there and you play different groups of people are there playing basketball. Uh, let's say one of the guys there 
has that tattoo. I can't see that tattoo. It's under his shirt or whatever. And we're just hooping. We're just playing basketball. You know, I'm a black guy. He's a white guy. He has the tattoo. And we're just playing basketball. You know, at this moment in time, we're just humans, right? We're just humans at play or whatever, interacting, you know? When they go back home and they're with their friends, then that's when they get all like with this pack mentality, you know, this mob mentality where they gear each other up and fire each other up and rear each other up, you know. I hate those others. I want to go kill those others. We should go beat them up or something, you know. If I see one, I'm going to do this, that, that, and the other to them or whatever, you know? And I swear, I feel like it's like a hobby. I feel like it's just like something to do. Like it's something to entertain yourselves because I think that a lot of those people inside, you know, it's like, I want to be cool. And this is my way of being cool. You know, I look cool to my friends when I, when I, when I talk this way, you know, uh, or when I do things like this, you know, but like I say, the guy didn't really have a problem with me when we were playing basketball because it wasn't in that environment. It wasn't in that vibe. It wasn't in that scenario where we're going to get together with our white guys and we're going to go looking for some trouble you know it was it was the vibe of i'm just here to have some fun like let's go hoop like it's kind of like even though he might feel like you know i don't really like black people or whatever I th maybe i think they're lesser or, or i think they're not human or whatever maybe he does feel like that but he's hooping he's playing basketball he's just playing basketball you know, so that doesn't matter, you know, at that time, you know, maybe later on, like I say, when he goes home to his friends, maybe it matters. But during the basketball game, it's like we're just playing the basketball game. Like I want to make some baskets. I want to block some shots or whatever, you know. Um, it's like when you're out there, you, you pick your team. So it's like you want to pick the guys that's going to win, you know. You're not there with your crew. You're just at the you're just at the court. So it's not like it's your friends. It's all random people. So when it's time to pick the teams, it's like the guy that was looked like he was making shots, or maybe he's tall, or maybe he just looks nimble, or you saw him dribbling. You're like, I want that guy. I want that guy. I want that guy. You know, you pick your team. You know, because you want to win. You want to have fun. Whatever. At this point, it's not about the race, or whatever. Right. What I'm trying to say about the new revolution is people getting together, despite their differences, despite the things that even the feelings that they have inside and realizing that they can work together to make a better world 
for all of us because we're all suffering no matter which side you are on this, okay? You're suffering. That's the reason why you lash out in the ways that you do. That's the reason why you uh, find these clubs to be in to like entertain yourself, to distract you from that feeling that you have, that vibe that's in the air where you know things are wrong. You know that they could be better. You know that there could be, you could make a change. And you feel like a, a guilt, you know, on both sides, you feel a guilt. And it's because you're not living right. It's because these societies that we live in are not conducive to humans living properly, okay? Living the best that we could live. Choose your destiny. <laughs>